Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We are just getting started in the earnings season, and we do have a couple earnings stories today. So, Sean, what news do you have for us? Well, we've got earnings, but we've also got surgical robotics in the news, so that's at least a little change of pace. Today, we'll discuss Olympus's acquisition of a stent-making company first. We'll have a new credit facility for Site Sciences, a surgical robotics milestone for NOAA Medical, Abbott's intriguing fourth quarter results, and some major surgical robot developments. That's the longtime leader in the space being Intuitive Surgical. What's the first news story that we have for today? First, Olympus completed its acquisition of GI stent maker Taewoong Medical nearly a year on from the original agreement due to the fact that it had to clear Korean review. The deal is now going through. What are the financial details of this deal? So Olympus agreed to acquire the company for $370 million in February of last year. The deal includes $255.5 million up front with up to $114.5 million in potential milestone payments over a two-year period. What will this add to the Olympus product portfolio? So Olympus says that Taewoon's products help to strengthen its gastrointestinal endotherapy product portfolio with the stents designed for biliary tract, esophagus, colon, and duodenum treatments. So the stents combine strong radial force with high flexibility to conform to the various anatomies. And even if curved, the metallic stents are less likely to buckle, reducing the risk of restenosis. These products are already used in more than 80 countries around the world. So definitely a good add to the Olympus portfolio. What's the next news? Next, we have Site Sciences closing a $65 million credit facility, more funds for the company and its glaucoma treating technology. What are the financial details of this credit facility exactly? So the credit facility includes the immediate draw of $35 million, which will be used to pay off the principal amount of debt to Site Sciences' previous secured lender. Then there's an additional $30 million potentially available. And the facility has a 54-month maturity and an interest-only period of 30 months. That interest-only period can extend to 36 months, subject to the achievement of certain performance milestones. What does Site Sciences do? Well, Site Sciences develops ophthalmology and optometry devices with its flagship device Omni, a minimally invasive glaucoma surgery or MIGS device that reduces intraocular pressure in adult patients with open-angle glaucoma. Are executives excited about this credit facility? Ali Bowerlin, CFO of Site Sciences, said the new facility further strengthens the company's balance sheet, cash runway, and enhances its ability to execute its strategic plan. Now we have some surgical robotics news. Yeah, NOAA Medical hit the 500 case mark with its Galaxy surgical robot. So this is a major milestone for the robot, which was only cleared by the FDA last year. So 500 cases, what do surgeons think about this robot? Well, Dr. Krish Badra of CHI Memorial in Chattanooga, Tennessee, performed the milestone 500th U.S. procedure. It was actually the first hospital to adopt the robot in Tennessee, so another milestone there. But Badra compared lung biopsies with current tools and first-generation robotics to flying an airplane blindfolded. So using the Galaxy system for those purposes fundamentally changes the game, according to the doctor, potentially reshaping the treatment of cancerous lesions. I know we've talked about NOAA Medical before on this podcast, but could you tell us what this surgical robot is? 
Yeah, so the galaxy system provides bronchoscopic visualization and access to treat these cancerous lesions. Basically, provide diagnostic and therapeutic procedures in patient airways with advanced imaging technologies that provide real-time location updates for potentially cancerous lesions designed to improve tool and lesion and diagnostic yield all at once. Now let's jump into some of those earnings stories that we have. Yeah, Abbott reported double-digit growth across its medical device unit in the fourth quarter with diabetes and electrophysiology leading the way. Investors didn't seem thrilled by the company's performance against the quarterly estimates or its full-year guidance for 2024, but Abbott certainly demonstrated significant growth across the board. How did the medical devices segment perform financially? Well, it actually provided the most significant growth across the company as four segments, with sales increasing by 17.7% year over year. Diabetes and electrophysiology, as I mentioned, led the way. Funny enough, we've actually seen some recent intriguing news from those units with insulin pump integration and pulse field ablation developments. But elsewhere, we saw neuromodulation at 18.8% growth, heart failure 16.6%, rhythm management 13.3%, structural heart 129 and vascular 12% all increasing significantly double digits year over year. So we talk about Abbott and its diabetes devices a lot on this podcast, and we hear news about them all the time. How did that segment perform? Yeah, so as I mentioned, one of the top performers, 22% was the highest growth of any of the units within that medical device segment, with annual Freestyle Libre growth coming in at 24%. The CGM actually ended the year by surpassing $5.3 billion in sales, leading to CEO Robert Ford calling it, in terms of sales dollars, the most successful medical device ever. And can you tell us a little more about how the electrophysiology segment performed? Yeah, it was not far behind diabetes, growing 21.5% year over year, with more than a 20% improvement in Europe specifically. Ford even said the company recorded robust growth around the globe that wasn't just limited to Europe, singling out the U.S. and China as strong locations as well. And he had a lot of optimism about the entry into the PFA competition, which I know we talked about with the first procedures with the Volt PFA catheter. So that's definitely an area to watch with Abbott's EP business already performing well. If they can break into that market, it'll be a game changer. And now some of the rather big news from the earnings stories that we've covered today is from Intuitive. So what do we have there? Yeah, so Intuitive is looking for FDA clearance for its next generation DaVinci 5. The leader in surgical robotics, as I mentioned at the top of the show, always generates buzz and now has another system on the way. So certainly continuing its sort of leading stature in the space. So does this mean the company completed its investigational device exemption trial? Yep, that IDE trial finished enrolling patients in May 2023, followed by Intuitive submitting for FDA 510K clearance in August of last year. The company says it's responding to the FDA's questions right now on a normal track in terms of how these things go in the regulatory process. Uh, And yeah, certainly hopeful for a launch this year. How is the company preparing to manufacture the system? The company's already sort of got the wheels in motion on that front. It transferred its X-System production to a facility near Atlanta. And this year, it plans to move the XI system there as well. So they'll be moving some things around. Over the next 18 months, the company plans to open new manufacturing facilities in California, specifically for the DaVinci 5, as well as the ION platform. And it will complete line transfers for ION and the SP single port DaVinci system uh, to Mexicali, Mexico. Did the company provide any details about this new robotic system? 
Not too much yet, as executives promise more details about the features and benefits of it after it receives FDA clearance. So we'll certainly be awaiting that. But CEO Gary Guthart said that the next-gen system underwent hundreds of design changes to respond to input from surgeons and care teams, mentioning that the DaVinci 5 has four orders of greater magnitude processing power than Intuitive's fourth-generation systems, meaning 10,000 times the processing power to gather data, improve sensing, and deliver better digital and analytic performance. And that was the final news story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all these insights. And hopefully the earnings stories continue to bring us some really good news. Certainly. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five where we listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.